This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. What is up, guys? This is week 67. Like, every time I say that number each week, I just feel like it's just in, in, insane how, how far along we're moving this thing. Uh, this is Club Red, where we discuss what's going on in the Texas Tech realm of sports. So, basketball, football, baseball, women's sports is going on there. The women's team having a couple good upsets here and there. We talk about it all here. Uh, but... Uh, before we do jump into today's discussion, which I'm pretty sure all of y'all are ready to hit, hear about, make sure you do follow us on Spotify and on iTunes. Make sure you drop a five-star on both, as well as a review below if it is on iTunes. And uh, with our social media accounts on Twitter, we're at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you do swing by that YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified each time we post a new video. And uh, as far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and me at Blanca, where the L is a one. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, make sure to email us at the email tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and kick off this episode. We got plenty we want to talk about, and I'm pretty sure y'all out there have plenty you want to listen to us talk about. We're going to start this thing off right. Well, here we are, guys. Week 67, but... A, a, a hell of a basketball team to be talking about every week. This has just been a fucking blast. Um, how y'all doing over there? I know, know it's been a little bit of a week, and I know we had a little bit of a roller coaster with that first game and some highs on the second game. Uh, did, did we survive? Did we hang in there? Oh, yeah. Still doing good. <laughs> made it through. Yeah. I mean, we made it through. <laughs> a little tired. You know, a little... Need some rest. Need to rest the legs a little bit and recover, but we made it. <laughs> um, good. So, um, obviously, we we got plenty we want to talk about, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and jump right into this discussion with the Kansas State loss. Uh, we were playing in at, at K State. It was an away game for us, and I kind of I kind of went back and kind of did a little bit of the math, right? And it was like. Three days and we we had to play, you know what? Like, like, like we had uh, we had State. three that last week and we had four within a less than eight day like, period, pretty much. Just crushed by by <clears throat> this Big Twelve conference and like no time to recover, no time to recoup, and so like 
I personally wasn't too, too surprised by this loss, but I was just annoyed by it more than anything. Um, Brooks, uh, uh, we'll throw this to you first, man. Uh, what, what, what's your initial thoughts on the Kansas State game itself? Yeah, I was frustrated with this performance. I think if you ask anybody who played for the team, I think if you ask any of the coaches, I think they would tell you that they just played a really bad game. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of fans out there who want to make excuses for, uh, you know, that many games, that many days being tough and chalking that loss up to that. But in that same day in a team that played the exact same amount as we had, Oklahoma State goes in and beats Baylor. So I, I, I don't appreciate the excuse making. I don't think anybody on this team would make an excuse. I think we just played flat out shitty. I think we played a bad basketball game. I think uh, we were careless with the basketball. I think we made a lot of mental mistakes and those are the things that are supposed to carry you in these kind of games where, you know, it was going to be a grinded out kind of win. Um, and sure the big 12 didn't really do us any favors, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, you're the better team. Uh, you just played a really bad game and you know, that's what, if you play like that in the big 12 on the road, you're, they're going to, the other team's more than likely going to beat you. And so that it was just uh, all of that does factor in, but ultimately to me, it was just watching it. It was just a bad game. A lot of bad performances from guys you count on uh, TJ. I didn't understand why we brought him back. If he was going to play like that. Right. Uh, the only guy who really stepped up for you was Bryson Williams, who without him, you would have gotten your ass kicked even worse. Uh, but he played a hell of a game to kind of keep you around. But other than that, a lot of pretty poor performances. Um, and so glad to kind of get that out of the way and move on. Yeah, right. Yeah, bro. Uh, Williams with uh, the only person in double digits and dropped a pretty nasty little 20 bomb. Dustin, um, your take on the game, man. I mean, uh is it is it just i mean i guess the rest of the big 12 is on the same schedule kind putting of putting the ball on the floor from outside the key and getting oh there we go uh no the rest of the big 12 is on the same yeah. kind of schedule thing so i mean do, do we chalk it up to that is it just actually shitty uh, you you also i mean yeah you played better you also ran to a better than people think type team in the state's not bad they just beat texas last night on Tuesday and have lost their other games by like one or two possessions. Um, so they were coming in zero and three, but we're way better than that record says. So you were also playing a good team. Also, they're always very well coached. But yeah. You played terribly and couldn't do anything. Um, I watched the game with Brooks and his dad. And I kind of said that, and we all noticed TJ didn't do anything. And I also said that he kind of sucked the life out of, uh, arms as well. It's like he was taking up his minutes and his pr production. So it's kind of got an 0 for 2 out of that, that bringing him back. And so that really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm indifferent about this game itself. Again, I, I wasn't completely surprised by it. We've had some hell, hella amazing highs over the, over the last couple of weeks, you know, with the basketball team. And we all kind of know that they're better than this performance. I mean, uh, for sure. Yeah, like TJ, what, two points? Yeah, yeah. Un unusual. Uh, you know, a lot of bad stuff. Banner. Like it's just, it's just it was a lot of unusual performances. So and like, yeah, shit game. You know, you expect better out of them. And uh, let's go ahead and move on. 
And, yeah. and, and, and I mean, let's be real. Like, like that, that game was not, was not really uh, re- representative of like, of what Texas tech basketball really is now. And what we're going to talk about is a game that we really showed out and showed what our team really looks like. And it's the next game, which was uh, last night, last night. Yeah. Last yeah, night, which uh, when, when I, I was, th- sorry, my, my nights get blurred. Uh, it was last night against Iowa state at home, of course, but what, what did we open up like a 20 point lead? We were looking solid. <clears throat> the defense was looking good. Scoring was looking good. And even though it says we only won by 12, like eight, like, like six of those points that they did to catch up were just us trying to run out the clock yeah. and beat them. Like, <laughs> they made the score look better in the end for yeah, sure. Like, like this, this was a, a complete beat down. Uh, Dustin thoughts on thoughts on the Iowa state game. I mean, what are you, what are you thinking about that over there? Yeah. You put a lot of good things together, especially defensively. I thought when we played them a couple weeks ago with our seven man squad and almost no starters in that game that I would, I got Iowa state was terrible out of that game. And I think we proved that last night that they're not as good as expected. Yeah. I think we were obviously better. They were lucky to, get us on a super shorthanded night when we went to them. Um, they came here and got the full squad, and we let them feel that throughout the whole game. We had them making stupid fouls the second half and fouling out, and shooting free throws. Obviously, the fans and the students showed up in full force again. So that was awesome. But <clears throat> you had a great game from a lot of guys. Um, I think we can chalk this one up as the Kevin O'Banner type game he was the catalyst the second half you could say mm-hmm. of getting offensive rebounds and putbacks and his defense was great and so that effort and energy in only 20 minutes was amazing um yeah yet another well-rounded game from him and bryson baby on 11 and adonis with nine like a good solid game from a lot of people and the minutes were spread out which was nice to do you know coming off that bad week stretch that we've just had mm-hmm. um i mean brooks anything to kind of add to that i mean uh you know tj's still not looking in in full form oh, i uh, want to get into that too yeah yeah uh, i mean that, that that's something else we can talk about here but kind of anything to add as far as initial reactions to the game yeah we'll save tj for the next point after this okay but yeah i thought it was uh because i don't want to really I want to talk good things right now, um, yeah, yeah. but you know, it was a bizarre <laughs> game that, you know, it's not like we had a stranglehold on them the whole game. Yeah. That first half was kind of bizarre in ways where it was, we're up one, they're up one, we're up two, they're up two. It was a lot of back and forth, yep. a lot of sloppy play. Both teams have really good defenses. Now we, you know, Iowa state's a good team. I, I don't think they're definitely not as good as, as I think the media has made them out to be but they have a really good defense and they can create a lot of problems. They have some really good big guys who create problems for you on the interior. And so it was always one of those games where you're just kind of waiting for us to pull out, pull ahead, and then kind of keep the lead from there. We are finally able to do that in the second half. You got it up to seven, you got it up to nine, and then you broke away. And and from there it was game over. Uh, You just became, you just had too much offensively for them. They were committing a lot of dumb fouls. They were trying to play catch up, so they're reaching a lot. Doug Sermons was out there calling everything He's left good. and right. Um, maybe it was he hated Chris Beard, not Texas Tech. Who knows? He was good last but night. Yeah, he was good last night. Uh, 
but yeah, it was a grinded out kind of game there for the majority of it. And it was going to take some of those plays that Kevin O'Banner made over and over again. And what I really liked about his performance and kind of some of his performances lately is that he's not really shooting the ball great. And we all know that he over three last night from three point land, but he's not a zero, you know, he's still out there. He's getting rebounds. He's finding other ways to contribute. And that's kind of what a good, uh, smart player who's played a lot of games does. He finds other ways to contribute. Okay. I'm not hitting my three ball. I'm going to get in there. And I'm get five offensive rebounds and I'm going to get all these putbacks and that's how I'm going to affect the game. And so I think he's starting to get more confident with his inside game. And yeah. if you, if you watch him kind of in these past few games, he's had some really nice moves around the basket too. He finishes well. Um, he's been finishing well. And so that's been really nice to see from him. And yeah, like Dustin mentioned, just, getting this consistent performances from Bryson Williams during conference, it has been phenomenal to see because we had big question marks about him as we ramped up competition because he really faded away there at the end of non-conference play. And you're wondering if you're going to get Bryson Williams that we thought we were getting from UTEP or just a guy who's going to have to sit the bench, but he's been putting up, you know, great numbers each and every game. He's hitting shots from the outside. He's getting to the rim. He's finishing around the rim. Uh, And so his performances have been really, really promising for us. And and I think that's going to be what, you know, makes us competitive throughout the season. And then kind of from there, if you get these kind of performances from Bryson and, and O'Banner, then it's just, you know, a flurry of guards. You have so many different guys who can have a great game for you, but whether it's Adonis, TJ, McCuller, um, Davion. So uh, I've just been really impressed with O'Banner and Bryson lately. They've, they've really ramped it up here during Big 12 play. True. The consistency, I mean, obviously big there. Um, so I guess uh, uh, we touched base on it, but we, we kind of wanted to stay on the positive side of the discussion here. But there is two things that that we do need to kind of tap into a little bit here, which is three from 16 shooting from the three-point line. TJ going for four points off 27 minutes. And and maybe even McCullough for going for only seven, but, you know, a little bit less of a nitpick there. Um, I mean, anything that y'all kind of want to touch base on on this in particular, like uh, Dustin, anything you want to kind of dive into? As far as nitpicking, I mean, we still scored yeah. 72 and we still held them down to 60. Not a bad game. No, I like what I like what McCullough's giving you and everybody else. I'm I'm just not a fan of what TJ's giving you the last two games since coming back. Being in the starting lineup, getting more than half games of minutes. And he had 27 against Iowa State and had his sweep four points, two fouls, two turnovers. Um, and two, one rebound, one rebound. Um, and he's just not good out there. And I mean, he has defensive lapses. I mean, a lot of other guys out there give you way better defensive effort and not lapses. And then on offense, the ball just sticks in his hand. And what I've noticed the last two games, it, he, he's very slow with his moves and he's getting picked a lot. Yeah, like I don't know if it's where he's holding the ball when he's driving or what, but he's not getting even to a shot. It just seems uncomfortable. Picked off, and he drew no fouls. He shot zero free throws, so he's not being that aggressive. I mean, two of his points came on a drawn-up play at the end of the half that he 
was aggressive and finished at the rim. But besides that, he's been a, I mean, a non-factor, but more of a negative factor, I'd say. And that's very disappointing. Yeah, because, I mean, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be your top player, your top returner. Uh, uh, Brooks, I mean, anything to add to the, to the discussion? Yeah, he's he's lost a step, definitely. And maybe that's he's just trying to get back into maybe. game shape and maybe he's trying to get comfortable and feel, you know, make sure his back feels good. Back isn't an injury to just gloss over in basketball. That can really sure. affect you. And so maybe there's some of those issues, but – you know, he's definitely lost a step. There's moves that he was making in those games that a typical healthy hundred percent TJ Shannon is getting to the basket on. He's getting to the rim. He's getting fouled on, but last night and against Kent state, the guys are in position. They're forcing him to turn the ball over. They're forcing him to get up in the air and then make a, you know, have to make a pass or put up a bad shot. He's just, he's just definitely nowhere near the same TJ Shannon that we, had seen, you know, earlier this season and that we've gotten familiar with and grown to love over the past few seasons. He's right. just, yeah. and, and, you know, maybe it really is just his back is, is keeping him down and, and hopefully over time he'll uh, be able to nurse that back to health and feel, feel like himself again. But <clears throat> yeah, right now I, I don't really know what he adds. Um, it does feel like he's subtracting more because he's taking minutes from Adonis, who really stepped up there for you. Exactly. He's taking minutes from Clarence, who was also another contributor for you. And he kind of adds to the, you know, clogged up substitution lines that we have to have. So um, I don't know. I kind of miss it. And I, you know, I like TJ and I'm sure he's going to get back to that point. It just, it's so. a struggle right now. And I don't really know what it adds if it keeps taking away from guys who have been really good for you. Yeah. I mean, we've been, we've been kind of holding our breath waiting for him to make this big impact and be, be this, like, like this, this scoring leader on the court for us. And yeah, if he's not scoring, I don't really know what he's doing out there for you right now. Right. Like it's, it's, it's a frustrating position because we also, you know, we've been watching him for so long. We know how good it can get with him out there. Out there. Yeah. So, yes. um, hopefully it's just reps. Hopefully it's just time. Because, I mean, he's kind of being tossed right into the fire in a yeah. lot of this. You know? I mean, he's... he's yeah, I mean... He, he got tossed into into a very big upset upset of a, uh, <clears throat> a K-State team. And and uh, right into the fire of, uh, again, we, we discussed earlier, a, a good defensive iowa state cyclones team like don't let the score fool you i think our defense uh even what, yeah. what was it that they said during the during the game like this is the best defensive team in the nation like oh yeah like, and i mean they definitely are i saw a stat today that we're ranked number one in the big 12 in pretty much every defensive category and there was like the guy had like seven of them listed <laughs> yeah like and so, so 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 some some patience i have for tj in that aspect, because again, he he's just been tossed into tossed to the wolves, man. He's out there yeah, fighting yeah, for himself. <clears throat> number one adjusted defense, number two in the nation. These are all Big Twelve numbers. Number one opponent field goal percentage. Number one opponent two point field goals. Number one points allowed. Number one offensive field goal percentage, and number one free throw attempts. So we're not letting them do anything. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 but that that that's. That's what you yeah. expect out of Mark Adams. And so, like, the score lines 
kind of are misleading. So we'll see. What you this... still, yeah, yeah, go, go. You still have to game plan for him though, yeah. because there is the chance that he comes out and he looks like regular TJ on Saturday versus West Virginia. There's Hopefully. always that chance. Yeah. So you still have to respect him as a guy who is hoping oh. to get drafted. And so, you know, you're hoping that plays into, into the strategies of other teams and that they're, you know, worrying about him still. And that creates opportunities for other guys. Just yep. right now it feels like he's taking a step back and defenses have kind of realized that and played, you know, played him accordingly. And it's been, yeah. it's been hurting you a little bit on offense. And the other thing I want to touch on that you brought up the three point shooting. Yeah. We know what we are at this point. Yeah. I'm not ex- if, if we hit three, three pointers, I'm like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> three, three pointers. Are you kidding me? That's a it's, lot for it's, us. It's not about the three, three pointers. It's the 13 misses that I'm just like, uh, hey, you're, you're yeah, going to you do that. Have, like you one guy that's against. just taking it. Yeah. Like, O'Banner 0 for 3, yeah. TJ 0 for 3, Kevin 0 for 2, and Clarence 0 for 1, and everybody else is like 1 for 3, Davion 1 for 1. Like As long as it's getting spread around, those guys are probably taking good shots. I mean, as yeah. long as it's not like Kevin O'Banner 0 for 8, <laughs> and we're not just There's... shooting <clears throat> stupid things and forcing the issue. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. It's fine. There's a huge part of watching this, this team this year, and we're not like scoring crazy, but we get good shots off most possessions. We make a lot of really smart decisions. Uh, we take a lot of really good, high quality shots. And yeah, we just have guys who aren't necessarily the best at making threes, but it hasn't affected you all that much. You know, you're still able to win. You're able to dominate the paint in a lot of these games. Yes. So you necessarily haven't had to rely on you just, <laughs> you know, draining a lot of threes. Yeah. Um, if you do hit threes, that's just a benefit, and you're probably going to win by more than you would. <laughs> yeah. Like the Oklahoma State game, we probably beat Oklahoma State by ten instead of twenty if we don't have a really good three point shooting day from us. But it's just not something that I'm hanging my hat on this year. We we, we all know shot it. Twenty for forty six at forty three percent. Yeah, that's the number that I'm. Looking that's good. At. No, yeah, no. Again, that, that's why I didn't 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 specify on that part and, or any kind of worry. It's not a worry if you're holding the other team to uh, the same percentage or at five I mean, for twenty six. Obviously less. So, you know that's yeah. that evens out if they're shooting way more than hitting the same percentage as you. Oh yeah, doing better inside. So it, it's you just, can find ways to even it out, and I think that's what we did. And that's what they're doing. And and uh, uh, the only concern is just if we ever get in, uh, like our Achilles heel, is yeah. is, is a shootout, right? That that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. essentially it, and so that's why the three point thing not really has me growing any more gray hairs or anything, but it's just like, oh shit, that'd be nice if that was like you know a little better, but yeah, you saw it in the Gonzaga game when they started making threes it was yeah, over because yeah, yeah. we had no way of keeping up on that, but that's... you know you're you're trusting your your defense and you're trusting that you're playing collegiate offenses who don't normally just go off from three you know you're playing the percentages on that and that's a a risk that mark adams is willing to take i mean look at it they had five threes and four of them came from one guy yeah so so, uh the rest of them i was completely comfortable with all of their dudes taking a three i was like oh yeah number five coons or whatever his name was shoot that three because you're gonna brick it every time cal sure went one for six Cal sure yeah i mean (laughs) That's the numbers I'm watching yeah, um, yeah. more than ours. And, oh, and most nights, most nights, their numbers are just as 
as good as ours with yeah. like way more shots. <laughs> no, just just something I wanted to kind of catch y'all's take on because it's just something that I noticed and I was like, not our not our identity, and we were up by twenty, and so I'm not bitching about the score differential there. It's just like, yeah, eh, it, it it's a nitpick. That's all that is. It's a nitpick. This could be more of an amazing. issue. I think it'd be more of an issue if you like lost the Baylor or Kansas and you're sitting here like struggling in conference play. And you're like, ah, we like in order to win games, we're going to have to get better at shooting three. Yeah. But you've seen us win games without that ability. Yeah. Uh, you've seen us be able to win by just, you know, dominating the paint. D- defensive so, pressure. Just... Yeah. So that gives you a lot of confidence moving forward. They're like, hey, we don't necessarily need a three point shot to win. We yeah. can we can do it without that. Um, but cool. Well, uh, next games that are coming around. I, I mean, do y'all have anything else you want to touch base on on these two games? I think we kind of went into it pretty good. Swag surfing at the Tech Stadiums. <laughs> oh, that was great. They got they got to time it better. No, we gotta. We, oh, we what have happened? to have. We have to yeah. have a legit discussion about this. Me, Dustin, and the guys that sit in our seats. We yeah. all know this. We all know this. There is a time to play swag surfing. There is a time. There is an obvious time in just about every single game to play swag surfing, and I swear to God, we get it right 0% of the time. <laughs> I like the new, like, let's play it early in the first half, you know, just to get the kids going. But the second half one is the timing one that they have to work on. Like, But they don't play it after – they play it once, and then it's done. They don't re- usually play right, it We twice. need a second half one. And like I don't know what last night happened, but I've seen the videos and it's just a huge cluster because they did it at a terrible time and they had to cut it off early, which is stupid. And yeah, they, so wait, the what? After, like so last the, night. Okay. So I'll explain it since I was there. So, yeah, yeah, so we get a better there. picture of what happened because it was very frustrating. Me and Bren are sitting there, Dustin, and we're like, oh, swag surfing's coming. Because if you watch, we're like up seven, and then we kind of keep getting this lead. And Bryson Williams hits a three, and we're like, here it comes. But Iowa State would not call a timeout to give us the shot. And so it, time kept running off the clock. We kept building a lead, but doing it off free throws and whatnot. And so finally, like, it seems like there's this break in the action. seems like Iowa State finally caved and called a timeout. But really what it was was there was a foul on an Iowa State guy, and it was his fifth foul. So, like, oh, when, yeah. they, when a player gets his fifth foul, you get, like, 20 seconds to huddle up and then you got to get back out there and play or whatever, 15 seconds. I don't even know. Um, and so they thought a timeout had been called there and it was going to be a full timeout, but instead <laughs> it was just a real quick, like 20 second thing. And so the swag surfing gets going and right when it's supposed to get good, they have to cut it off because we're shooting free throws. So it was just kind of like paying attention in the moment in knowing that that wasn't a timeout. And then we completely ruined it, and we won't play it again. We'll only play it once. So later on when we had the huge alley-oop, and everybody's like, come on, we didn't play it. Yeah, we need to play it twice. Like, they, they've they been doing one early in the first half to kind of get them going. That's cool. I like that mm-hmm. one. But the second half one needs to be timed up way better. <clears throat> like, we need a second half one is what I'm saying. But time it up yeah. right and properly when it's a big moment and a timeout obviously like that's the easiest yeah, part the easiest part <laughs> that's the easy part of it so be better tweet g be better Good we know. get fresh we get a little frustrated about it because we're like come on it's it's an awesome moment and it's something that i literally think kids come here to play to see at yeah. this point like it's 
it's known. And maybe that's why me and Bryn were saying, maybe that's why Iowa State didn't call a timeout is because they knew oh, the yeah. flag surfing was coming. And so they yeah. just kept delaying. Possibly. For sure. And then they ended up kind of getting away with it. So, you know, it's definitely like a momentum changer, man. When you're in that stadium, you do it. It, it feels like it's game over. Or like you're trying to come back. It feels like the comeback's on. Like <laughs> it just kind of, it, it's crazy what it does. And oh, we want man. it right. And we want it 100% lit every time. <laughs> every time. No, man, I, I didn't even know that was happening in there. I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I saw the videos of, like, of the swag surf going on. And, and obviously the crowd, like, upper deck and shit being fucking lit as hell. But I didn't realize that they, they were just piss, piss poor on the timing. Yeah, it was really, it was a bummer. We were like, everybody kept doing, was singing after it, but the song went off. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah. What can oh, you well. Do? What can you do? Um. Well, shit. So, we have a, a, a home game coming up in three days. Uh, it's going to be on the 22nd. We're going to be playing the West Virginia Mountaineers at home. So, that's going to be kind of nice. They had, uh, who did they play close? Uh, uh, Baylor, they were. Oh, against right. Baylor the other night. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, but Baylor took off on them. But they they were hanging toe to toe with Baylor for a little while there at the half. West Virginia up, so maybe not somebody to be just kind of look past uh, immediately. Yeah, um, what do you I think? didn't know it, but I had heard Baylor was uh, kind of going through the COVID stuff that we were, and that they only oh. had seven guys, and so they were a little undermanned, I think, for that game. So that might be why that one's a little bit closer than. God, I didn't know that part of that story. I just saw the scoreline, and I was like, there's no yeah. way they're going to lose this again. Like, this Baylor team is actually fucking good. That would not make sense. Uh, But, um, so... Going into this matchup, anything that we kind of need to really be worrying about just yet? I mean, they're, they're, they're not the hottest team in, in, in college basketball, but they are still 13-4. and four. They have two conference wins against Oklahoma State, who's had some big upsets, and Kansas State, who had two upset this week. Um, any, anything that we need to kind of discuss about this? Uh, I mean, Dustin, take, take the first shot at it. I'll see if you can keep working TJ and get him better. Um, yeah, West Virginia, I feel like, tends to play us well. So, <clears throat> I mean, just get through this game healthy because you got Kansas around the corner. Yep. <clears throat> hey, Brooks, anything you want to add to that discussion about this? Uh, yeah, uh, guard guard that white guy who always likes oh, us God, up yeah. <laughs> uh, Guard him, find <laughs> him. Don't let him get space because when he sees Texas Tech on the other side, that dude just decides. Yeah, he went he went that, off last year on us. Like both games. So hopefully we can contain him. But yeah, kind of, you know, I'm with what does it say? Get through this game. Try let's try to get TJ like a game back to get some confidence from him. Yeah. That would be nice to see. But otherwise, you know, this is just a handle your business at home. You want to have a chance of possibly winning this conference. These are the games right. that you you gotta. You got to sure go out there and take care of business. Yep. And um, the next one that we do need to look at, uh, you know, not too much else to be said about this West Virginia game. We we, we know what needs to be done. Our boys yeah. know what needs to be handled here. It's just basically, we just, know. don't look past yeah. this team. You have a big Kansas we, game coming up, but don't look yeah. past it. What, what do you got? We know what a huggy bear, we know what a huggy bear team <laughs> brings with it every single time. And mm -hmm. they're going to compete. And and that's and that's kind of a, a new position for us. Let's be real. 
is is to be somebody that that the other team is always going to give their best shot at, right? Like yeah. they like other, every team we go against knows that we're a tournament team now, knows that we don't like play around, and so we we're getting. You, you know, we're 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 like a number one seed in the in the NFL. Like we're getting everybody's best shot every single weekend. So, like, um, I I don't I'm not too surprised that the K State again went kind of how it did. But uh, our boys just need to kind of remember, like, there there's no nights off here. There's no easy games. This is the Big Twelve, and there's a reason why we're so highly regarded in amongst the rest of college football, uh, baseball, uh, basketball. Good God, I said all three. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was getting there. <laughs> um, College tennis. Yeah, yeah. Tennis was the next one. Uh, Brazilians. Um, Meat judging. <laughs> so uh, this kind of this kind of wraps it up here, or not wraps it up here, but right, kind of kind of uh, on our last little discussion here that we do need to talk about is we're going to be playing uh, number seven Kansas now, but it's going to be a home game for them. I. Brooks, kind of any any big fears, or what what do we really need to see by this time, uh, in 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 about five days for this Kansas game? Um, just to compete. It's kind of like when we went into this Kansas game that we won at home. I don't really have any expectations of us going in and winning this game. I think, you know, Kansas is a really good team. I think their offense is probably going to be, uh, better at home. Uh, yeah. with the home crowd, so they're probably going to shoot the ball a little bit better uh, than they did here. But can you just uh, handle the crowd? Can you handle the Kansas flurries that they're going to go on and battle? Can you have more of the Baylor performance, you know, where you kind of withstand some of the punches that they throw, yeah. hold your own, and and hang in there and compete? You know, that's just kind of all you ask like, ask of us is just go in there and uh, and show that you belong on that court with them. And hey, if you pull off another victory, that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Dust. I mean, anything to add? Any, anything you want to see out of anybody in particular? Because I mean, this is this is this is big spotlight here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sure you're not going to get a career game out of Clarence like you did last time. So obviously, yeah. some other somebody or some other people will need to step up to fill that void like we needed it to beat kansas the first time so mm -hmm. you know this is a tj adonis that crew that needs to step up and have a good game yeah can't, can't don't turn the ball over the games we've won pretty easily we haven't turned the ball over and have stayed out of foul trouble got them in foul trouble that's that's the recipe <clears throat> and that'd be a big help uh obviously big help there um so, I mean, overall, it seemed like the general consensus is, like, a win would be awesome, but not expected. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of the, the general general consensus that I'm catching from you guys. And and I'm not I'm not too much far off from that because this is still, you know, number seven in the nation. And, and what we pulled off last time was still considered an upset. So it's a tough place to play. Yeah, it's not easy to win in the fog. And, mm -hmm. you know, for several of these guys they've never played in an atmosphere like that so not that bad not this big it'll be, no, it'll be but, not but, on the road at least but it's going to be yeah. good on, on the sense that like these guys need to see more big games like this come tournament time and so that's yeah. that that is kind of if even if it does we don't see a win out of this it's kind of the main goal and uh kind of hope that you you want to see out of this kansas game 
Uh, well, anything else that we should be touching base on as far as Texas Tech this week? I think we're, we're, we're looking good. Covered quite a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, everybody's at war with Jeff Goodman again. For that. some reason, nobody um, can just sh- ignore the guy. Um, uh, it's, God, it's, we, it's, it's like every time Texas Tech wins and UT loses, they like try and find his Twitter page immediately. Like, I, I don't, I don't get fighting with like a guy like this. And like, I kind of give him credit for like holding his ground because yeah. I think he's just like playing into it now because it, 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 it's just kind of like better to just dig in and not give in to this crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, the, there's the whole more, like. Go ahead. Pub, you get more pub from being the jackass who mm-hmm. covers college sports and stuff like that. Uh, the, the there's the old saying of like negative publicity is still pl- publicity. Yeah. So like this guy doesn't give a shit about Texas Tech fans or pissing them off. Like, no, nah, he doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, and he clear, you know, and he's wrong. But like, why waste so much energy trying to convince a guy who really doesn't care that much? But you're not going to change his mind. He's not all of a sudden going to be like, you know what? Yep, Tech is one of the best jobs in the Big Twelve. He's not going to be like, you know what? Yep, mm-hmm. Lubbock is one of the best cities to go. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do that. So why waste your fucking time on a guy like that? Yep. Like people from Lubbock know. If anybody ever says they don't like Lubbock, they're not worth wasting your time on. Right. They either have no friends. No social life. Um, it's more of a, I tweeted it at the end of the day. I said, it's more of a look on yourself than it is of the city because you can have a great ass time oh. in just about any city. If you're willing to have some adventures, go out and meet some people. Yep. Like you'll always have a great time, but he's just a piece of shit and y'all keep feeding into it. <laughs> Sometimes tech fans, it's okay to not tweet back. We're, 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 we're going to tweet back. Let's be real. We're always going to tweet I mean, I know some of them are trying to do it just to get the clout. I know, like, some of the podcasts are like, well, we got to, you know, it was a great opportunity. But yeah, no, it's a joke. And and so is he. It's fine. I really don't Sorry, care. I read his little tweets. I do. But I'm, I'm yeah. never like, I'm never like, oh, he did not just say that about. I don't care. I really yeah. don't. Like. Maybe he's nice. Maybe he's not. I just don't give a shit. He's a dude with a keyboard, and he's got a couple a, a bigger following than I do. But like, he's still a dude with a keyboard. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't need his impression. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, so dumb. It's so dumb. But uh, you know, we love to get pissed at just about everybody for anything. Oh. Or so we'll fight people with that. Like absolutely matter zero. <laughs> but. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes what, it's all in good fun. I mean, I, I, is is Texas Texas Tech like the fan base where it's just like, what'd you say about my mom? And then like fucking fight everybody? Yes. I feel like that's it's us. It's not right? even that. It's what <laughs> did you say about my mom's friend, <laughs> Becky's kid? Like, like, hold on. That's my mom's friend, Becky's kid. Fuck you coming for us, bro. What uh, do you mean? <laughs> that kid's boring. It's just... Uh, that's, person that's, who's that's, never that's, met that that's, kid that's, before in their life. What do you our, mean? What do you mean? That's our fucking fan base, dude. That's our fan base. Uh, uh, all right. So that's going to wrap up uh, the, the, the Club Red portion of the episode. Uh, wild Card Weekend just came by in the NFL. So make sure if y'all are listening live or uh, if you're just listening to the recording to check over on the tailgate pot, uh, part of the episode. 
week 67. We got plenty to talk about the wild card weekend itself. Uh, but as far as this goes, you know, uh, as always, make sure you do hit us up on Spotify, on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Hit us up on social media accounts at ta- tailgate underscore talks. Uh, Dustin, you'll find him at Dustin Wimmer 22. Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett. And me at Block where the L's one. And uh, I think this is going to be the last time I play this one. And this is going to be kind of in commemorance. This is going to be in commemorance of of, of Garibay signing up for the NFL draft. Going to miss you. And this was some great, great season you had with us. But uh, this this will be the end of this uh, this little sound clip for you guys. Here it goes. Tied at 38, three seconds to go, 62-yard try. Garibay has his foot into wow. it. It may be long enough. It is good! It is good! It is good! Jonathan Garibay has won the game with a 60. 